This is CyberCAD, and this is what's in my toolkit. My toolkit consists of a small bag, um, approximately a foot tall, nine inches wide, and maybe six inches deep. It used to be a uh, satchel, like a really big satchel, but it, the side busted out of it, and it, it was one of those ones that was collapsible to where you could collapse into a smaller bag. Well, I cut away the busted out part and modified it to where it was just permanently a small bag, and uh, it served me pretty well since I did that. In my bag is uh, all the necessary tools I'm gonna I usually need for doing computer repair. And uh, while there might be a couple things missing and floating around the house, I pretty much keep all of my necessary stuff in there. In there right now, and uh, I'll note anything that's missing that should be in there. Starting off is a handy dandy motherboard tester. Got that on eBay for about 14 bucks. Couldn't beat that. Good deal. Got a uh, box of um, Ethernet cable ends and a crimper. I've got a very small uh, wireless. Uh, no, it's G. It's a very small Linksys router, uh, four port and wireless G for a networking laptop with customers' machine if they don't have a router on inside. I have my wife's phone cable that I've been looking for. Wonderful, she's gonna be so happy. Adapter for the Linksys router. And a Leatherman. I've only used one of these a few times and found it handy, but I don't know why. I just keep one around. The Leatherman is, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a, it's kind of a, think of it as a, Swiss Army knife with pliers. It opens up uh, kind of like a butterfly knife. And instead of, you know, a blade to gut somebody with, you get a pair of needle nose pliers or something like that. And it's got uh, an assortment of other tools in it, but usually I just use it for the pliers. Because I usually have the other stuff available. Though the blades are sometimes handy. down old toothbrush uh, the head's bent back a bit so to get hard to reach places uh, this is for uh, cleaning out motherboards essentially uh, 
Oh, when you're de-dusting and you know you know, that can of air just won't get the grime off. Somebody's been had a machine for a long time and they haven't cleaned it. Uh, a can of compressed air isn't always going to do the job. Sometimes you're going to need a brush. I have that brush, toothbrush, and I also have another stiff bristled brush that came out of a Clairol hair dyeing kit. Now, I don't care where it came from. I'm function over over form kind of guy um, the bristles on this are approximately an inch long and they're pretty stiff they're separated they're perfect for getting down inside of heat sinks and uh, it's all plastic of course that's another thing that's very important to have I use that's one of my most used tools I've got some uh, small roll of electric black electric tape and that seems to be one pocket explored alright put some of this stuff back okay on to the next pocket next pocket contains Phillips screwdriver Another Phillips screwdriver, flathead screwdriver, a uh, bendable magnetic light. It's uh, something I got for Christmas from I don't remember, but. Uh, it's uh it's about the length of a pen and it's got a an LED light on the end of it on the end of a bendable posable neck and uh, the base of it is magnetic so you kind of got to be careful with where you stick that but it's great for like just sticking it on the side of a uh, of case and pointing it where you need the light and uh, letting it do its little job batteries that don't last too long because it keeps getting turned on accidentally in my bag it's got a built-in laser pointer which uh, is probably where all the battery power is going to but um, I don't use that much except to play with the cat a uh, very small Phillips screwdriver uh, and a butter knife because you just never know some people call that a case knife but, uh, very handy at times when a uh, screwdriver just won't do the trick there's a pen and a sharpie and a pair of plastic tweezers now these are very handy and um, I kind of ripped these out of our uh, first aid kit. We got a first aid kit from the Walmart, and uh, inside of it was this pair of tweezers. And they're big, and they're black, and they're plastic, and they uh, they don't conduct electricity. So when you drop a screw someplace it shouldn't be, and uh, you need to get it out of there but say you don't forget 
or you don't remember to unplug the device, it's good to have a pair of plastic tweezers. I've got a, um, a hard drive adapter. This changes a laptop hard drive into a desktop hard drive. This allows me to work on laptop hard drives on my desktop or any desktop. It basically changes a laptop drive into an IDE um, drive and lets me work on it without having to stick it in my own laptop, which is something I'm not usually wanting to do. I've got another small flashlight. This is just a very tiny little flashlight. And I've also got a like a carabiner style flashlight on the side of the bag. I've got a package of uh, zip ties, assorted sizes. I've got your classic nerd forehead flashlight with the the strap that goes around your noggin and I don't know what that goes to apparently a piece of plastic molding off of something that I decided to keep I've got SD actually a multi 15 one uh, card reader for compact flash and SD cards and whatnot 20 bucks at Walmart and more unnamed plastic stuff uh, somebody's missing some parts I guess another toothbrush this one should actually be in the rest in the bathroom because I, I use that one uh, here is a uh, like a small case fan or a processor fan no, it's not a processor fan. It's got Molex connectors to it, so it's like a small case fan. Just in there for use whenever I happen to find a need for it. I've got a um, keyboard adapter that goes from the very big, fat, you know, big as your finger keyboard connectors to the very small PS2 connectors. Now then, I'm not sure what the old ones were called. Somebody could probably smack me over that one, but oh well, what can you do? They were going out of style by the time I got into computers, so I do have a, an adapter for them, so they're not useless to me. Now I have a uh, a heat sink and fan. Now this looks like it's for a like a K6 processor or something like that. Very small. Some nameless piece of metal there. Another heat sink. Some of this is just junk that's accumulated from repair jobs. And some of it's stuff that I take specifically for the repair jobs. I've got another, actually two more, of the old keyboard keyboard uh, adapters. Here's a USB keyboard 
adapter. It uh, adapts USB to a PS2 port. I guess it could be could be mouse, but a dry erase marker. Just for when I'm bored and I need to see something strange. Just kidding. And that seems to be all of that pocket. There's a few loose, a few loose uh, cable ties at the bottom, but uh, uh, put, I'm gonna pause for a second and stick all this back in. Okay, moving on. Next pocket. Uh, two things I forgot to mention from the last pocket is a very small injector with uh, Arctic Silver thermal compound for putting on processors and a uh, PS2 to USB connector, so taking it the other direction there. Okay, in the new pocket I keep my uh, case of CDs for all the essential things. And uh, in case anybody's wondering why I'm whispering, it is about 5 a.m. I'm up and I'm bored. So, alright, in my repair bag CD case, I keep, I've got a copies of uh, the uh, Ubuntu LTS version uh, 8.04.1 to uh, give out to customers I've got a copy of Linux Mint 5 uh, Ubuntu server Hardy Heron uh, I've got a copy of Gutsy Feisty Dapper I've got an alternate CD of Dapper. Uh, got some Linksys wireless drivers, four PCI cards, USB cards. Got a copy of Fire Hydrant. Uh, Fire Hydrant is a an offshoot of Puppy Linux, and uh, it's actually pretty nice as far as um, you know your live discs go. It's got uh, a lot of good stuff on there. Highly recommend checking that out if you haven't before. It needs a machine with pretty good RAM though because um, it's uh, pretty heavy for for a live CD. I mean, if your machine will run um, an Ubuntu live CD, it'll run it'll run the Fire Hydrant CD, but. Uh, the idea of the fire hydrant is it's uh, it's all it's meant for live sessions. So the more RAM you've got, the better. Got a copy a copy of uh, Puppy Linux 2.17. It's probably a little outdated. Got a DVD of all these ISOs for backups. Uh, Puppy 2.15, the Community Edition, was really good. Uh, it's one of the first. Uh, I guess you'd call trained puppies that I got. 
another copy of Puppy 217. Uh, Inferno 3.01B is another offshoot of uh, Puppy. It's, uh, it's one of the versions of the Fire Hydrant. Or it's an offshoot of Fire Hydrant, I don't know. It's really cool. It's got uh, all the stuff I normally use. All on a live disc. Now, I've got two copies of uh, the Ultimate Boot CD. Now, if you haven't, if you don't have a copy of this, go get one because it's handy as hell. It's uh, all kinds of disc tools, formatting tools, um, all kinds of goodies. Uh, it's called the Ultimate Boot CD. Just Google it, you'll find it. Uh, it's a must-have for anybody's toolkit. Uh, you can you can zero out drives. Um, you can uh, you know, do formatting and all that good stuff without having to go up to a graphical UI. Speaking of uh, partitioning, formatting in the graphical UI, I've got a G-parted disk. I've got a customized version of uh, XP with Service Pack 2 slipstreamed into it. There's another copy of Ubuntu uh, Hard Hearing. Driver's disc for my trio. Copy of the Open Disk Project. The Special Software Freedom Day Edition. Some games. My own private software Freedom Day disc with videos from YouTube, among other things. Uh, my chopped down tiny XP that I took the uh, 700 meg install disc and brought it down to a 300 meg ISO by taking out all of the junk, the bloat, and the fluff. And last but not least, my Windows password cracker disk. For when I get some old grandma that just can't remember what her password is. and I'm, It's a lot easier than reinstalling. You just stick this in there and it'll go through and use the rainbow tables and pop out the password to let you know what it is. So It's very handy. I've never actually had cause to use it yet, so I couldn't tell you if it works or not, but... I imagine someday I'll get the chance because people are forgetful and um, that's my CD case. Uh, I have a a uh, about a six foot long Ethernet cord, three foot long Ethernet cord. Some loose CDs that should probably be put up. I've got a copy of the, of the Booth CD. It's a Firefox kiosk disk. It's great for um, putting in your machine. It's kind of like the, the guest mode on the, the new Ubuntu. But uh, it just comes up to a browser, nothing else. You close the button, try to close out of the browser, it just starts another browser. doesn't let you do anything but surf the net. It's uh, designed for 
like internet kiosks and such. It's very handy. It works pretty good. Does not handle wireless drivers before you even ask. There might be a new version that does, so check that out. But the this is the Firefox kiosk disk, otherwise known as the Booth CD. I've got. Uh, oh, you can get that from SourceForge, by the way. A copy of XP Service Pack One. A copy of last year's Open CD. Firefox disks. I've got uh, Ubuntu Dapper for the Mac. And a Firefox kiosk. Copy of uh, Feisty. Another Open CD. Some nameless disk with a shitload of scratches on it. That's going in the trash. And that's not really explainable, so. I've got a uh, very short EIDE cable for hooking up drives and whatnot. And that's that pocket. I'm going to pause while I stick all this stuff back in. Okay, last little bit here. I've got um, some other pockets with uh, business cards and uh, some blank CD cases, or some empty CD cases, I should say. And uh, that's about all for that. The bag's pretty nice. It's got a Kind of like the pocket where you used to keep all the folds of the big bag it used to be. It's uh, kind of weird. You have to turn the bag upside down to get into there, but it's got a good compartment in there for keeping uh, hard drives and stuff like that you're transporting. Uh, maybe uh, PCI cards or something like that. Apparently. Inside there is um, looks like three video cards, AGP all the way. These are old junk, pick and pull parts, but um, just uh, good to keep handy a uh, video card. Somebody's machine doesn't show up uh, any video. You just pop that in there and. You got it fixed for next to nothing because it's a part that you pulled out of a, another machine that somebody didn't want. Though I should note to self, it should have a, a PCI card in here because not everybody's got AGP. And, uh, yeah, I know you guys are all up on the PCI Express and all that stuff, but I live behind the times because it's, uh, it's a lot cheaper to do so. And, uh, you guys are spending three or four hundred dollars on your very nice graphics cards. I'm spending forty bucks on the card that used to be four hundred dollars, buying it on eBay. So sacrifice a little bit of the front, the bleeding edge, and uh, you do pretty well. So just a little tip. And that's my toolkit. Uh, there's a few things missing that. I'm, I need to put in here. Namely, I've got to phone track down my my uh, miniature screwdriver set, but uh, usually keep some scissors 
and uh, usually keep a lighter for um, heating up uh, the electrical tape whenever I tape stuff up. Makes it gives it a good solid seal. It's also great for when you're working with uh, like a uh, headphone wire, um, like some of that stuff. It doesn't really have any normal insulation. It's pa it's kind of painted on, and uh, you'll ruin the wire just trying to. Oh, shut up! You'll ruin the wire just trying to um, strip it down. So what you do in that case is you just. Uh, Extend out a good portion of it, you know, a couple inches, and then you burn it. You'll burn the insulation off. The the, um, the wire itself will turn red hot, but it won't melt. Um, and then you can splice as you normally would. Uh, it works pretty well. You got to be have a delicate touch. It is fragile, and uh, but it's a hell of a lot easier than trying to strip it with your teeth. So uh, just a small tip from me to you, and uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.